sis, it's Charles, and today is our first official episode on a topic of choice, which is going to be friendships and who we allow to influence our daily lives. Now, I know that there are probably some hotter topics like waiting on God's timing and relationships and all that, but I wanted to start with focusing on ourselves. And that's not to sound, you know, selfish or anything. It's just that one thing I have always believed in is that you cannot be okay in any future aspects or with somebody else unless you're okay in yourself, unless you have self-identified all of like the issues and things that you need to identify and get rid of or heal from or ask God to reveal something to you in order to move past all of that. And maybe even just to deal with your surroundings, which is why I want to talk about friendships and who influences us. Now, I don't know about you guys, but when I was growing up, I had a lot of friends when I was little. And then as I got older into middle school and high school, my friends started to... I wouldn't say dwindle because it was a it was more of a choice. I, I kept a small circle of friends. I usually had like two really close friends. I had two very close friends in high school um, and they were great. But one thing that I never wanted to do was to get into a super large circle of friends that I saw happening in my school. And, and I knew that behind the scenes, I would hear them talking about each other or like one person hated another person, but they would still invite them to hang out in their group and, and all that stuff. And I just, I really never wanted to be a part of that. Um, So to avoid more conflict in my life and to avoid being influenced by um, people that would not bring, you know, as much goodness into my life as I wanted to bring into theirs, I kept a smaller circle of friends. Um, Now, when you're little, it's really easy to choose friends. It's not, you know, super complicated. You choose someone who's nice to you or shares well. And honestly, someone who's just really familiar, probably. Maybe you grew up around each other because your parents are friends or colleagues. Um, Whatever the case may be, friendships are a lot simpler when you're younger, especially for girls. And they seem to get a bit more complicated when you get older as well as problems that may arise within your different circles of friends, like gossip or popularity, which sounds like a shallow early 2000s rom-com, but these are still very real problems, especially in middle and high school. And then when you go off to college, you face distance from friends that you knew, and you meet a larger variety of people with very different beliefs from yours. And it can be hard to hold your own in a crowd like that. I know it was for me. I felt like if I spoke up about my beliefs around a bunch of people who um, did not see the world my way, that I would be silenced. And I was afraid of that because, yeah, I was a people pleaser and I still sometimes am. And it's really hard for people who are people pleasers to not do the things that make us feel like we're going to be liked. And I know that a lot of the times for girls especially, that's a huge issue. I'm not saying it's not for guys, but... Girls seem to be the ones especially who want to make sure we are good on as many grounds as possible with as many people as possible so that there's just no conflict ever. And that can be um, kind of an issue 
when you're needing to stand up for your faith and your beliefs and maybe distance yourself from people who are not the best influence, um, which is why it's so important to know what scripture says about friendships and who we allow to influence our lives. Because whoever is influencing your daily life is influencing your relationship with Christ. And whatever conversations or activities you're having each day are going to influence your faith and how you live out that faith. So if those conversations or activities are focused on worldly living or aspects of humanity that God tells us to be wary of or to flee from, they can have a really negative impact on us as members of the body of Christ. So I'd like to look at some scripture that tells us directly what we should be avoiding when it comes to who we surround ourselves with in our lives. In 1 Corinthians 15.33, Paul writes, Do not be misled. Bad company corrupts good character. Come back to your senses as you ought and stop sinning, for there are some who are ignorant of God. I say this to your shame. One reason it's important to be intentional about who we allow to influence us is because if we are allowing bad seeds to be sown in our hearts and in our minds, then that's the type of fruit that we're going to produce. And allowing that type of fruit to be produced in our lives is not only detrimental to ourselves, but think about the others who are watching that. And if they see that, you know, you're not really any different, um, you're different in not such a positive light, then how are they ever going to want to come to Christ? If they're seeing that we are hanging around people that um, very easily gossip or um, spew hate on other people, if you're not like very loving, if you tend to do things that the rest of the world does, then what makes you different? What sets you apart in Christ? Um, and that is what Paul's saying when he's saying, don't, don't let other people corrupt who you are in Christ. Don't let their influence, don't let your bad company um, influence you in a bad way that takes away your reputation in Christ. And not just reputation, but also your character on the inside. It's going to be not just a reflection to other people, but if you look inwardly at how it's affecting you on the daily you're, you're going to start to see um, certain aspects of your faith decline and maybe take a back seat to wanting to have those friends. Proverbs 22, 24 through 25 says, Do not make friends with a hot-tempered person. Do not associate with one easily angered, or you may learn their ways and get yourself ensnared. So I don't know if you guys have ever been friends with somebody who easily gets mad about situations in their life, especially about other people, um, but I have been in situations where I want to be supportive of that person, um, and, I, and I want to be that friend to them. I want to be supportive of them, but that comes at a cost if you start putting your input in, and that's super hard not to do when you consider them to be your friend, because... When they start talking about this other person or situation, and it usually has to do with another person, you feel like you need to back them up and start, you know, saying similar things, um, talking bad about them. Maybe it turns into a gossip session, um, and maybe you end up getting yourself entangled and ensnared, just like they seem to be in a bad situation, and it just causes more drama 
Um, so just be very careful about your input and, and what you're allowing your words um, to say, what you're allowing yourself to say in situations like that. And honestly, if you can avoid it, just try not to put yourself in situations with people who are always constantly complaining about other people or other situations. But the Bible isn't just a book that tells us what to stay away from. It's also filled with positive God-given commands that enhance our relationship with him and with other believers. And this is really encouraging because if all we were ever told is, hey, don't do A, B, C, and D, and we'd be left wondering, what do we do? How can we make sure um, we're being influenced by positive God-given relationships with those around me? And how much of an effect does this really have on me? Well, here's what the Bible says about that. Proverbs 13.20 says, Walk with the wise and become wise, for a companion of fools suffers harm. Um, I have the privilege of knowing several ladies who have influenced my life, who have given me really, really good advice, whether that's from school or from Bible studies, youth groups, from college, um, maybe they're a teacher, um, just just I've met different people throughout my life who speak into my life and they give me this advice that I can really cling to. And it's always something that is positive and biblically, scripturally backed. And I cannot tell you how thankful I am for those people. If you have someone in your life like that, um, please listen to them. <laughs> they are so smart. Um, the Bible calls them wise. I, I believe that these are wise women in my life and they have definitely made a positive impact on me. If you do not know somebody who can give you that positive advice that is scripturally founded, um, please, please go find somebody. Please uh, join a group, maybe on Facebook, on Instagram. I follow Instagram accounts that are really positive influences on me in my daily life. I'm scrolling and all of a sudden I see some really good scripture that just speaks into my life right when I needed it. And also if you have a youth group or a church, please go find um, one of these godly ladies who can just give you the advice that you need when you need it. Proverbs 27, 17 says, as iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. Um, I'm sure you've heard the saying that if you hang around five broke people, you're going to be the sixth. If you hang around five successful people, you're going to be the sixth, something along those lines. Um, I believe that this can be applied in that area. If you are hanging around friends that um, believe a certain way, or if they're really into certain things, then you're probably going to start shaping yourself a little more to also be into the things they're into. And if those things are not godly driven things, then you're probably not going to be reflecting the most godly driven things. Um, so it says iron sharpens iron. If you are around other believers, if you are around like-minded people who believe the same things as you do, who are constantly working on their faith and their walk with Christ the same as you want to, then you are going to be able to influence each other in a positive manner. Proverbs 27, 5 says, better is open rebuke than hidden love. Um, this is a pretty popular Bible verse for people who have grown up in youth groups. 
um, we, when we talk about having friends and allowing people to influence our lives, this is a huge one that um, youth pastors and preachers go to, I think, because if we have those friends who are believers, uh, that's a great thing. It's a really great thing. But if you aren't listening to them when you may have made a mistake or vice versa, then that whole iron sharpens iron thing, it kind of falls through the cracks. Because if you've made a mistake and they come up to you with love, not saying, you know, you did wrong and you should be smited for this, Um, but actually coming to you with love and saying, hey, I know that as a believer, you believe the same things that I do. And I know that you would want me to know if I were doing something wrong or something that goes against scripture and God's word. So I want to do the same thing for you. And hopefully that person will have scripture to back up what they're saying and and not to come at you like they're attacking you or anything, but again, with love so that iron does sharpen iron. Please listen to these people. If you hold these people in high regard, if they are your friends and you keep them close and you do regard them as Um, excellent believers, people who can help you in your walk with Christ, please listen to them if they try to correct you and rebuke you. Um, To rebuke means to correct with love and, and not in a sense where you're attacking. So if you are going to do that for somebody else who you consider a friend, please keep that in mind as well. It's always good to have these friends who are believers who will come to you, um, maybe in private, definitely not in front of a group. Please do not ever call somebody out in front of a group. Please come to them in person. Um, First thing, if you have a problem with something they're doing or saying, let them know about it in private. Let them know, hey, this is what the scripture, this is what our God says about this. And I love you and I just don't want to see you, you know, falling through the cracks. So why is all of this so important? Why do we not want to keep company with the people who are influencing us with the ways of the world, so to speak? Um, I believe that James 4.4 speaks really clearly on this. And it says, You adulterous people, don't you know that friendship with the world means enmity against God? Therefore, anyone who chooses to be a friend of the world becomes an enemy of God. And verse 5 says, Or do you think scripture says without reason that he jealously longs for the spirit he has caused to dwell in us? but he gives us more grace. Um, And then verse five continues, but I'm going to stop right there. Um, So God longs for our spirit to dwell with him. That is why he sent his son to die on a cross to pay the debt for our souls so that we could one day join him. And that means that we put forth the best effort into our relationship with God and into spreading the gospel, into spreading God's love, because that's what he calls us to do. And if we're doing things that are the exact opposite of that, then we're not putting forth our best effort in Christ. That's not to say that we can't try to help other people. I think that we're also called to do that. But if you're encouraging other people in aspects of their life that are in direct opposition to aspects of Christianity and your walk with Christ— then that's kind of a dangerous and precarious place to dwell in. And that's pretty much all I have for today on our episode for friendships and who we allow to influence our lives. If you have any questions or if you'd like to add anything, please DM me on any of the social media where you follow me or if you still need to follow me in order to do that. Um, My Instagram is at Chelsea Blaine Official. 
C-H-E-L-S-E-A B-L-A-N-E official and my Facebook is Chelsea Blaine Harris. Um, that may be a little more difficult if you're not already my friend on there but I will try to get back to you as soon as I possibly can and thank you so much for listening and I hope that I've helped in some way or another and please um, subscribe so that I can continue to build this community with all my sisters and allow them to build into my life as well. Um, Thank you and I love you guys. Have a great day. See you later sis.